speak on it. If you manual labourers would work as hard as the owners, you wouldn't be so poor now, would you? All right. Hey, fam. Welcome to the wine cellar. I thought you were going to do an all right. I was like, oh, he's, no. I was, he's ready with the all right. For a long form, like Sunday episode. Like yes. a, yeah, like a long form. So um, not all right, apparently. Um, <laughs> anyways, welcome to the wine cellar. We have news. We have comments. Um, we kind of sort of have up to date news on the website. It's kind of exciting. So just start with I know. Right. Like I'm, I'm getting back out of my wood hall. If you folks don't know, I was at Woodhall. There's a fun bag hanging up in the back. It was a sexual freedom conference, and I got to talk about why decriminalizing sex work is not going to be enough to keep sex workers safe. Um, it was an interesting event. I met a lot of people. It was cool, but it was very time-consuming. And now I'm back and trying to get back into the swing of things, and that is including posting more news on the website. I have a bunch of stories backed up. That's my goal for tonight and tomorrow morning. So check out the website, winesellermedia.com. Oh, fucking K. So, um, today, and you can't call them concentration camps because 12 million people haven't died in them yet, uh, the United States is refusing to give detained children flu vaccinations because they're not concentration camps. <laughs> I like your face. I like the face you're making on that. So I remember when I first started analyzing um, Alex Jones, and he would deliberately use the word inoculate mm -hmm. because when you're saying these adults want to inoculate your children, you're deliberately making people think of pedophilia, mm -hmm. but it's actually about injections. Yes. And um, But they're saying that they want to force it on you, yet still no one anywhere is being forced to take a flu shot. No. I haven't had a shot in fucking ever. I had a tetanus shot when I got hit by a car. That's it. I think you might have to get a flu shot if you work in the medical profession because you're around sick people. I think that's about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That that's fucking logical. But uh, but they are forcing anti-vaxxer shit on them, and and it's um, yeah, it is August, so it's gonna be fucking September. October's gonna get cold. They're gonna sneeze on each other. Yep. And we're gonna see some fucking uh kids die of the flu. Yeah, a lot of kids are gonna die of the flu. I mean, especially considering how the conditions already are in there. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The flu plus other shit. Basically, right. the flu is just going to exasperate the other shit. Basically. Uh, so, the U.S. won't be vaccinating migrant families and holding centers ahead of this year's flu season, despite calls from doctors to boost efforts to fight the infection that's killed at least three children at, at detention facilities in the past year. Okay, oh. you know what? I really should wait for the rest of the article before I say <laughs> what's gonna happen. Okay, what the fuck already happened? Yeah, it's just gonna get worse. Um, in general, due to short the short-term nature of the CPB holding and complexities of operating vaccination programs, neither CPB nor its medical contractors administer vaccines to those in our custody, said a Customs and, customs and Border Protection spokeswoman in an emailed statement. Now... Because this isn't on the website yet. But yesterday there was a news story floating around about how basically um, they're trying to make it so you can detain these people indefinitely, including the children. But peep in their statement, due to the short-term nature of our holding cells, holding uh, facilities. Yeah. That can detain you indefinitely. Sure. Short-term. Let's go with that. Yeah. And then in, <coughs> indefinitely is short. <coughs> really? Yeah, it's a short amount of fucking time. I mean, is there a number on it? What's shorter than an amount of time with no number? There's no number. That's like less than zero. So, like, eternity is short? Yep. All right. Because <laughs> there's no such thing. Because you're talking about that heaven-hell shit, aren't you? I just, eternity is a concept. Never-ending, right? Things is a church, nigga. What? All right. not. <laughs> Rude. Um, at least three children who were held in detention centers after crossing into the U.S. from Mexico have died in recent months, in part from the flu, according to a letter from uh, Representatives Rosa DeLauro, Democrat from Connecticut, and Lucille Royball Allard, Democrat from California, uh, from several doctors urging Congress to investigate the health conditions at the centers. I mean, I don't, are we still at the investigation point? They love investigating. Like, what the fuck? That that hasn't changed since you've been doing um swap and I've been doing the overtime hours. They haven't stopped investigating. They have not stopped investigating. 
um, which is weird because I thought we already did a bunch of investigations and uh, AOC was there and specifically saw the conditions. But all right, I guess we're still investigating. We're being investigated right now. That white supremacist Kate Nelson is investigating if we're white or not. Um, If y'all missed it, apparently people are mad about the white on white crime page because they think it's run by white people who are uh, like bribing black people to post on it for them or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's happening. (laughs) You know, all 3000 followers. Ooh, big page. Let's pay people. But it's also like we have we've done Facebook lives for the page. They can literally see us. Shit, that white supremacist Kate Nelson was on my friends list when I made the page. That's how she found it. Oh, I hate Kate. And then did you see that she was getting the passive aggressive white woman tone with me? Where I was like, okay, I don't trust you. And she's like, well, you shouldn't have to. <laughs> she's like, I'm a good ally. And what you like, but it was that passive aggressive shit. A good ally, okay, what? Nigga, how many how how many bodies you got? Well, all of them when she defends people on public transportation badges in the dirt how many badges in the dirt i actually i that wording just came out naturally right now and i like it how how many badges are in the dirt until then don't use the word ally because that's fucking war language that's why i don't use it i don't like that language like somebody says you're an ally of our i'm an affiliate (laughs) i'm associate but like ally that's fucking People really don't understand the violent roots of language. Yeah, well, I mean, ally is a verb, right? Allies pull up. For those of you that, fuck it. (laughs) Or clap back. Do you understand what the (laughs) fuck you're saying when you're saying this shit? No, they don't. Goofy motherfuckers. Uh, But kids in cages. Yes, kids in cages. Gonna get flued up. Yes. Um, So the United States had previously gone almost a decade without any children dying while in uh, immigration custody. Which they went almost 10 years with nobody dying, and now there's, like, six so far, I think. Like, this year. Yeah, six, but it's... Still early. But that that doesn't mean one every month. It's the eighth month, so that's... They're spreading them out. Mm -hmm. Well, until flu season hits. Well, yeah, well, then that's that's when you can pick out the strong ones, you see? The ones that make it on the other side of flu season, throw them in the factory. Honestly, they probably fucking will. (laughs) Uh, I can tell you from personal experience that child deaths are rare events, said Harvard pediatrics professor uh, Dr. Jonathan Winnikoff. Yeah, Winnikoff, sure. Uh, He said in an email, uh, he signed a letter on August 1st with forensic pathologist Judy Malenik and John Hopkins public professors Dr. Joshua Sharpstein and Dr. Paul Spiegel. They said the U.S. death rate in children from the flu is about 1 in 600,000. So far, uh, three have died out of 200,000 held at detention centers. Wow. It's almost like shitty conditions really up the odds of dying. Hmm. Uh, What I learned, multiple children have died in detention from potentially preventable causes. It truly disturbed me, said Winnikoff. The country needs urgent answers to that question, so children stop dying in detention. Winnikoff said that current uh, current conditions, like being placed in close proximity to other immigrants, makes it easy to spread infectious diseases from person to person. Uh, He added that contracting the flu weakens a child's immune system, making it harder for them to fight off other illnesses. A child might start off with the flu, but then die from another infection. If conditions don't approve, according to Dr. Julie Litton, chair uh, from the American Academy of Pediatrics Council. Who made this fucking... (sighs) All right. This is their organization. Here's the whole fucking title because white people like words. American Academy of Pediatrics Council on Immigrant Child and Family Health. That's like a whole fucking sentence in and of itself, really. Yeah. That was just ridiculous. You know, I'm a propagandist. And what I got from that, I just, I, I'm stuck on the word detention. I know folks want to say concentration camp. Drop one syllable. And just like whenever you're publicly speaking on it, and here, this is actually political correctness because you want to hit a target audience in the ear with it. Just say children have died in concentration because people know the word camp is supposed to come after it yeah so you're putting camp in their head by just saying concentration and then move on to the next sentence (laughs) yeah like like if anyone out there is like uh does any public advocacy i i recommend you try that again i'm a propagandist i'm i'm good at the word saying you are a propagandist yeah i is be taught good 
Uh, according to Linton from that obscenely long thing that I'm not reading again, um, she said, there's a number of things we can do to prevent deaths and infection. Those do not include holding children in cage-like facilities and warehouses. She wants to say concentration camps so bad. Yeah, just say concentration. Just that one word. Uh, children come into holding centers with a sense of resilience, Linton said. Nope, not holding centers. Here, start that paragraph over, but say concentration whenever she's talking about the location. Children come into concentration with a sense of resilience, Linton said, potentially stronger immune systems, but the stress from being held against their will can cause their immune systems to tank. That, paired with unsanitary conditions such as open toilets, insufficient supplies to wash hands, is a breeding ground for infection, according to Linton. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention also recommends annual flu shots for everyone over six months old in the U.S. The United States over the past year has seen an influx in people crossing the southern border seeking relief from their home countries. From October through July, nearly 70,000 unaccompanied children were apprehended at the border. Apprehended like they're fucking criminals. Uh, according to the CPB data. In the same time period, 400,000 family units were taken into U.S. custody. That's led to dangerous overcrowding of migrant facilities where investigators... Uh, migrant oh, what? <laughs> That's led to dangerous overcrowding of migrant concentration where investigators for the Department of Homeland Security reported prolonged holding of children without access to shower or laundry facilities. Yo, even the word custody also should be concentration. concentration. Say concentration every time you're talking about location. <laughs> Flu deaths are particularly tragic in my opinion because they're almost always preventable with good public health me measures, said Winnikoff. Um... When asked about healthcare access for people in concentration, a CPB spokesperson said there's been a dramatic increase in medical personnel working along the southern border. CPB currently engages about 200 medical personnel. 200? Nigga, didn't they just say there's like, hold up, hmm. 500,000 people? Yeah. 200 men. All right, 200 medical personnel. That's how the pyramid scheme of European uh, <laughs> social hierarchies works. Shit. The bottom is always robust. Shit. Um, so, uh, but now they have 200 medical personnel compared with 20 personnel a year ago. Medical personnel are in. No, no, okay, you say concentration, but medical personnel are on site. Are on ooh that 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 is a tricky one. Medical personnel are available are available at concentration. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's this workarounds, <laughs> workarounds so, and all that. Love available at concentration, uh, twenty four seven to provide medical diagnosis and treatment, address infectious disease issues, and coordinate to referrals and follow ups from local health and emergency rooms. Um, migrants who quote require vaccination. That's so odd that they put it in quotes. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, that's that's deeply disturbing to me. That's like in a fucking in a safety meeting. They were talking about employees who are on the board, but they have a temporary red sticker on their name. Yeah, it means they recently had an injury and they need to be on light work until that's removed and they're okay. Mm -hmm. And somebody was just like, "Yeah, I mean, how how long has that one had it? Do they still need that?" It's like, hey, you fucking wait. Jesus Christ. These people do repetitive motion every day at times for 12 hours. Yeah. They're fucked up. Yeah. Uh, so migrants who, quote unquote, require vaccination are referred to local health systems where they may receive vaccinations if determined necessary. Mm -hmm. Litton acknowledged the government was employing more pediatricians, but said more legislation needs to be passed to increase care and conditions. When you're border patrol, whose responsibility is law enforcement and giving them the responsibility of medical care, that's a complicated mission. It's critical for us to speak up as doctors. Said Linton. Yeah. So Not a bunch right. of kids are going to die. All right. But only six so far. Only six so far. You see? And, and, I, and, and believe me when I tell you this. Thank goodness I got elected. Because it would have been a lot more, believe me. It would have been so many. They would have had lots of problems. Lots of billions and billions of problems. That fucking guy. I just, I want to load in that fucking audio of him just talking about really big guys. Really? That compilation. All right. Trumple Stiltskin. Uh, kids in detention centers. Concentration. Concentration. All right. 
There we go. You get a little propaganda out of this fucking wine soda. You fucking go, buddy. Yeah, right. I'm joined now by Dr. Mona Hanna Atisha. Thank you for being with us. It's great to be with you. Now, I want to talk right into this about two NF, NSF certified filters in Newark that failed to remove lead from the corrosive tap water in the city. It's been leaching from old service lines that connect to the mains. The city's giving out bottled water while they do a larger test of filters, but you've said, and I quote, Newark is what keeps me up at night. Why is that? Well, Newark has had a lead and water crisis now for years. Um, and I cannot believe it has not been front page news for a lot longer than this last week or so. The levels in Newark over the last several months have been quite high. Uh, they have been rising uh, and they are threatening really the, the future of all of Newark's children. Now, you've said that Newark is not Flint, quote. And in fact, Newark's mayor bristles at the comparison. The state of Michigan criticized your research on Flint as splicing and dicing numbers and accused you of creating, quote, near hysteria. How is Newark not Flint? Well, you know, I think in the very beginning of Newark's water crisis, the city really wanted to distance itself from Flint. You know, when people think of Flint, they think of dirty brown water and they think of government failing and people being poisoned. So understandably, the city didn't want that same association. And I think for a while, um, the mayor was actually hashtagging Newark is not Flint. Um, and he's right, Newark is not Flint because right now in Flint, we've almost replaced all of our lead pipes. And everybody in Flint knows that, that we had a problem. Everybody has lead clearing filters um, and knows how to protect themselves. And Newark is not there right now. People on the ground don't know fully how to protect themselves. There is has not been wide distribution of filters or bottled water. So I hope that Newark can catch up to Flint and fully protect, especially our most vulnerable populations, our children. There seems to be a crisis of confidence amongst the population here. Is that do you see that as well? Um, yeah, I think the population in, in Newark, just like in the, the population in Flint, was lied to. Um, they were told for a long time that everything was okay, that there weren't any problems, that your water was safe. You know, in Flint, people were literally told to relax, that everything was okay. Um, very similar to what happened in, in Newark, um, where there was denial of this issue and until the NRDC came in and, and sued the city, and now everybody knows that it's a problem. So understandably, the people um, are, are not going to trust government. Uh, they, there's also been a lot of mixed messages in terms of filters work, filters don't work, um, and it's, it's hard for folks on the ground to know how to fully protect themselves. What is Flint doing that Newark should be doing? Well, the first thing that Flint did when we realized that we had this population-wide lead issue and we were able to kind of prove it very scientifically um, was that we declared a public health emergency. Um, and that allowed for the additional resources to communicate with very difficult to reach populations, um, also a very kind of high poverty community that, that there, there was a problem with the water. And th this is what you need to do to fully protect yourselves. And the first step is Newark needs to do a better job to share with the public um, that this is a problem and that these are steps that can be taken. What, um, why are kids so much more susceptible to uh, issues with lead and particularly kids living below the poverty line? That's a great question and thank you for asking that. So lead is a well-known potent, irreversible neurotoxin. Um, it's a poison that we've known about really for centuries, like since the Roman times. But since then, we have learned a lot about lead. And now the scientific community widely recognizes that there is no safe level of lead. And it's most important for those developing children. Um, when you are an infant, a toddler, that is when your brain is developing the most. Um, and lead attacks that developing nervous system. And it leads to things like problems with development and cognition and behavior. Um, it has the potential to cause these life-altering uh, changes. Um, so it's because of that incredible science of really what lead does to children's development and behavior that we now recognize that there is no safe level of lead. Dr. Mona Hanna Atisha, thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us. Thank you.
You got some great moves, Todd. You dance like a white man, and I love it. Am I supposed to say welcome to the wine cellar again? Yeah, because these are all going to be independent segments, right? Uh, I'm going to do what I can with what time I don't have. <laughs> yes. Well, welcome to the wine cellar anyways. Um, we don't have a lot of time. Ah, we're busy. So, um, let's get to news and comments, shall we? <clears throat> yes. And this is actually just a super short article. It's really more like a blurb. But I think it's important to mention that uh, Illinois, Governor Pritzker, he's kind of progressive, right? So uh, I, I, I straight up and down, as a relatively new resident and voter in Illinois, I dead up didn't give a shit. I was like, that guy <laughs> is running on reefer real hard. <laughs> yeah. That's the guy. Because yes. he was running hard on reefer, and guess what? It fucking passed. It did. Yeah, as of January. Yeah, I literally don't know any of his other stances on shit. And I'm not going to front. I kind of don't give a shit. I'm just like, fuck, my antidepressants. I have my antidepressants. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, um, I mean, he's like still kind of like Clinton-esque neoliberal. Hmm. But, you know, he's a little bit better than the Clintons themselves. Well, oh. I mean, not, not like that's hard to do, but whatever. Yeah. Um... But yeah, because like, well, part of the um, weed uh, legalizing thing is they're going back in um, vacating convictions for people who had weed convictions, like they're getting their records cleared. And my bad, just tacking on, uh, just going back a few seconds, where you said it's, how hard is it to be better than the Clintons? And it just makes me think like fucking liberal Democrats are as good as what they can't get away with. Yeah, pretty much. There you go. Yeah. Um, So, you know, there's that. And then... um, He's uh, did do the minimum wage increase, so the state is going to be like fifteen dollars in a couple years. Oh, by the time fucking <laughs> shit moves up, like the fucking like folks, I don't really talk about what I make at work much at all ever because you you know I'm poor. <laughs> like <laughs> if you you realize I've had this shirt since podcasts were new, like before. <laughs> Before iPods had screens, I had this shirt, and I'm still wearing it. So you know I don't make much. But starting wage for machine workers at my job now, at effective like two weeks ago, is 14 bucks. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're paying people that 14 bucks because, fuck, we can't start them at 12.50 anymore. Yeah, and they did that in 2000. 17 where they were like we can't keep starting them at 11:50. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking yeah, so then by the time the 15 kicks in, starting wages for machine workers in my gig are going to be like 16. Yeah. And we're still going to be poor. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, so we did that. And now <clears throat> Pritzker has signed a law that is allowing Illinois to fight climate change. Hmm? Which, you know. All right, one city against the whole. Uh, state. State. Oh, the state. state. Excuse moi. Dude, you, um, I don't know if you saw, but, uh, you know, they're burning down the Amazon rainforest because capitalism is amazing. And yeah, Bolsonaro that, that, hates native people. Bolsonaro or Bolsonaro? Bolsonaro, I thought. I think, you know what it is? I listen to too many, because di- I listen to Amy Goodman say it, Jimmy yeah. Dore say it, Sam Cedar say it, the <laughs> folks on Jacobin Radio. So I hear so many different accents. Yeah. I don't know which one's correct. I don't know either. I don't speak Portuguese. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently there's like, the fires are so ridiculous that like you can spot them from outer space. Like NASA can see oh, them and so shit from like satellites. Oh, so it's like fucking 9-11. Yeah. So the Amazon rainforest are getting 9-11. Yeah. And, and of course, that's while the fucking Iceland just had the going away party for its iceberg. Greenland lost like 9,000 pounds of ice like this week. Yeah. I mean, fuck the planet, right? Like, I don't know. We, I, I don't, I don't know what's happening. We should literally, and I mean, it's fucking sad to do it, but maybe it's also useful we should actually like do a deep dive episode into what the fuck photosynthesis is. <laughs> and I mean folks know, but you know, let's watch it. Let's watch a document. Let's nerd out, get into yeah. some science shit and really riff on it for a minute cuz photosynthesis matters and the Amazon rainforest is like the planet's lungs. Yeah, it's like one fifth of where our oxygen comes from. 
Holy fuck. Yeah, they're just fucking burning it down. So yeah, it's like, um, I don't, I just, I don't know. Like, fucking back-to-back shitty hurricane seasons. The fucking, that shit that was on the East Coast. The fucking California's just on fire. Fucking the Arctic is on fire. The Arctic. The Arctic is on fire. That's a... It sounds like, I hate, the, I don't want to use this word, but it sounds like a fucking stupid sentence. The yeah. Arctic is on fire. If you said that to me in 1994, I'd be like, oh, this is one of those full of shit adults. Probably goes to church. You're one of those church people, aren't you? You're full of shit, church person. Yeah. The Arctic is on fire. The Amazon is on fire. Yeah. The fucking glaciers are just breaking apart. Like, I don't even. And they're still like, no, climate change isn't real. And you know how we, the way climate change moves exponentially we might have to change our little prediction or maybe my prediction. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it's YouTube, but fucking how the jet stream from the polar vortexes are going to be worse and more frequent. Yeah. What if they drop off over the next decade instead because it's too warm to have them at all? That's possible. <laughs> right. Because remember, it's exponential climate <sighs> change. It worsens farther, further than what the predictions are. Right. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know, we're all just going to die, I guess, because rich people need money. We could probably just start killing rich people. I like that sentence, too. Rich people need money. Nigga, the, remove <laughs> the word rich, and that sentence will come together. <laughs> rich people don't need money. Well. In at allness. So, I don't know, maybe we should start killing them before we all die. Just a thought. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, kill the um, few. I'm just throwing it out there. Or just take their and, shit. And... And as I just said, the fucking Greenland is falling. Greenland is melting. The Arctic is on fire. You can see the Amazon burning from satellites in outer space. Um, we lost a huge fucking sheet in Antarctica that's like the size of New Jersey. Just fucking broke off Antarctica. And do you know what the Democratic Party decided to do? Oh, they're going to have a conference. They're not going to have a conference about climate change. That's what the fuck the Democratic Party is going to do. Oh, damn. So I kind of guessed it right wrong. Yeah. Yeah, like it. They literally were like, "No, we're tabling it." Wait, that so they actually announced that shit. Yeah, was it Nancy Pelosi, as Jimmy Dore says? <laughs> Nancy, um, I think it was uh, what the fuck is his name? Perez. Tom Perez. Yeah. Okay, I still know a few things, fuckos. Still know, <laughs> still know a couple of the the yeah. deets. Um, let me see here. Oh, cool! So. I love stupid bullshit like this. So Jay Inslee dropped out of the race, who was outside of Bernie, really the only person seriously pushing climate change. Hmm. Um, but a panel of at the DNC, Democratic National Committee, uh, rejected a proposal on Thursday to host a single-issue debate on climate crisis. At a party conference Thursday in San Francisco, the DNC's Resolutions Committee voted 17 to 8 against a resolution that has become a cause for activists and more than a dozen uh, presidential contenders who felt the traditional debate format failed to adequately address the looming threat of catastrophe. Yeah, well, you see, the Democrats care about it and the Republicans don't. You see, this is the thing. You see, you got to be like (laughs) Drift Glass and Blue Gal and always point out all the differences between them. The Democrats openly have gay friends. Mm-hmm. All right, Republicans put on a ski mask and go on the uh, what? What's like grinder? Yeah, I was about to say what? What's what's gay tender? Is it gender? Like grinder. There you have it. I haven't watched Logo in a while, folks. Mm. Uh, yeah, DNC Chair Tom Perez affirmed the uh, forums in a resolution introduced earlier this month, which some activists saw as setting a stage to vote down climate change. Simone Sanders. <clears throat> Here we go. Simone Sanders, worst job ever. A senior advisor to presidential candidate Joe Biden was among those who urged the DNC Thursday to vote down a climate debate, saying it would, quote, be dangerous territory in the middle of a Democratic primary process. Nigga! Like, more dangerous than dying because how, we're all going to fucking die. How weird is it to be Simone Sanders to go from that campaign to this campaign? I like the next. This is, by the way, this is off the Huffington Puffington Post. Yes. Which I do believe was pro-Hillary last time around. Uh, no, no, they no, they weren't. They were, um, the, the Huffington Puffington Post was neutral mm-hmm. and nuanced. Nuanced. I like this. I like the next sentence. That contrasts with what uh, Biden had said earlier during a campaign stop this summer. Mm-hmm. When he told Greenpeace, I'm all in. 
Nigga, in what? Confusion. Yeah. <sighs> so, um... So he's just back, back, forth, and forth with it, isn't he? Yep. Didn't see it coming. <laughs> anyway, so this actual article that we were supposed to read... <laughs> nah, I forgot about it. Um, right. So Pritzker signed a law uh, allowing Illinois to take its own action to slow climate change. The Democrat-approved legislation this week repeals the Kyoto Protocol Act of 1998 that limited state action to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. I don't know how that shit passed in the first fucking place. I might do a deep dive. They actually passed a law that limited state action to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Who? Why? I would like to know. Who got paid? Uh, the U.S. withdrew from Kyoto in 2001. Jesse Jackson Jr., my bad. Oh, God, I fucking hate that guy. That nigga, his fucking flat top are so annoying. His fucking cape. That nigga has a cape. I will never forget reading that. <laughs> the motherfucker, what was it like? Embezzlement's not the right word. It's like misappropriated funds yeah. is the wording yeah. that they use. And one of the items the nigga bought was a motherfucking cape. A cape. And being a person that's not from Chicago and, you know, stereotypes get in your head, it's like, why y'all niggas want to be pimps so damn bad? A cape motherfucker. Are you the count? <laughs> nigga, what the I'm not, That nigga had the audacity, too, to file for um, disability. Yeah, because he said he was, was, like, bipolar or something. But this was after he had spent all that time um, in elected positions that pay a lifetime pension. Like, or, you know, you always get your salary. So it's like, you don't actually need the money. But he filed anyway, and now taxpayers are paying for his disability. Well, the he doesn't get paid enough. What, wait, wait what, what positions did he hold? I don't know this guy too well. I All I know is the state story. Uh, United States senator or state senator? State senator. State senator, what do they get paid? I don't know. We can look. More than hey, I'm Siri. More than we fucking make. <laughs> what does an Illinois state senator get paid? Uh, the cost of Illinois lawmakers. I found this on the web for what does an Illinois state senator get paid? Check it out. All right, I'm checking it out, Siri. Thank you, nigga. Um, well, what's interesting right here? One of the second things is um, Illinois state lawmakers pass a 1,600 pay raise for themselves. That was on June 2nd, <laughs> and that's. Uh, let's see. California legislators are paid one hundred and ten thousand four hundred and fifty nine doll hairs. I don't know why I have like seventy eight thousand in my head, something like that. But that seems kind of low. Yeah, let's know. take a look through this article, right? So, um, yeah, fuck it. This uh, this segment is just called Illinois politics or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, all right, so it's on its way to uh, J. B. Pritzker's desk, and I, I. Fuck it. Sign it. Okay. Don't sign it. Just give me 67, my 67000 67000 is what Illinois state senators get paid? Mm-hmm. You know, if I was making that much, I I, I, I would not want. I, I wouldn't want for much. But Oh, then, you know why? Because they haven't had a race since 2012. That's why they just passed that race. <clears throat> Damn, 67 G's. Yep. I don't make that much, folks. No. That's a, we that, don't make that much. Yeah, <laughs> like combined, together. we don't even make that much. Fuck, that's <laughs> almost double our shit. Mm. Sixty-seven eight hundred and thirty-six, but that doesn't include ten thousand dollar committee chairmanship stipends. Yes, that's why everyone has on a fucking committee. Because uh-huh. and then you can apply for like specific stipends. You can get like. A stipend for your gas money. You can get like a food stipend. You can get a travel stipend if you have to go from like Springfield, like to where you, you know, like where you're representing. If you like fly and shit, yeah. <clears throat> uh huh. Uh huh. And after leaving Springfield, 58 former state lawmakers are collecting pension payouts of over 100,000, hmm. with 44 of them having accumulated over one million in total pension benefits. Hmm according to uh, an outlet called GARS Documents, <laughs> and that was compiled. On average, 58 former state lawmakers collecting six-figure pensions have accumulated nearly $1.5 million in total pensions. Oh, shit, they have names. They have a list of motherfucking names. All right, uh, Arthur, Edward, Judith, John, Jim Edgar, James R. Jim Thompson. Edgar. 
That's 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 the homie. I know you. I know you're a big fan. Thomas J. Homer is his real fucking name. I'm not seeing Jesse Jackson Jr. Mm. Trying to find him because they're not in fucking alphabeticalized orderized. Oh. Which I mean, that would help with things. Nah, yeah, not 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 finding. Oh, I well, that's because I was wrong. What? He was a U.S. representative, not a oh, senator. Shit, nigga, he gets grits. <laughs> nigga, I'm out. That's the end of that part of the segment. <laughs> that nigga's getting paid. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Way more than a motherfucking stipend. Shit. A Michael stipend. Eh? Really? Eh? Really? Eh? Wow. Hey. <clears throat> all right. So fucking what? So Illinois is fighting climate change all by yes. itself. Yes. All by myself. Well, there is. Pritzker is in the U.S. Climate Alliance, which is actually a group of governors trying to fight climate change on statewide levels. There's, um, what is there? Does it say how many states are in it? Hmm. Uh, it doesn't show like off the top how many. Oh wait, hang on. Oh shit. Nope. My geography's super shitty. They just show a map, and I'm like, oh fuck. There's 25 governors. Okay. Can you show me the fucking map, please? I see Illinois, Wisconsin. It moves too fast. It looked like California. Oh, it's a fucking. You, I think you have to. If you hold your finger on it, does it pause? Kind of. No, that is booty, booty, butt work. It. What is that? A GIF or a video that fetus Cleaver like is trying to look gift. at to see this map? It's like a gif. Okay, so it it, it, it is be not going cause. Let me see if it. Miss Colored Man is taking it. a screenshot. All right, I was trying to. It didn't work. It's moving too fast. Um, oh, is this says Pennsylvania became the twenty fourth state to join? So there's that. P A. Yes. They could have just made. Oh, a here we P go. N N. Okay. Um, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii. Illinois, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Montana, Nevada, New Jersey. Where are you from? Your name's too long. I can't see her. Vander New Mexico. Schmude. What's the person's name? Um, it was Michelle Lujan Grisham something. Yeah, that's heavy-handed. Uh, Cuomo. All right, so New York, North Carolina, Oregon, Pennsylvania. Oh, Puerto Rico. Um, that's not really it. All right. What? Fine, it's a state now, I guess. Yeah, it is. It's 51. <laughs> Rhode Island, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, and Wisconsin. So basically the West Coast and some other states. Yeah, well, <laughs> this is almost all what? Almost all West Coast and Midwest, really. And then a couple spots on the East Coast. So yeah. Yeah. All right, so, uh, so relax, everybody. <laughs> Climate change is being taken care of. <laughs> Uh, I think um, there's a, literally a Facebook page named after what I just did there. I think it's called Cheerful Nihilism. Yes. Yes. All right. Let's get the heck out of here. I'm actually going to wrap it up here. Fuck it. We did two stories. Okay. Um, I'm dead up going to fucking order a damn pizza pie and eat some with my face and then put some up for lunch tomorrow and and do some more overtime folks i did not sign up for a um <clears throat> to work seven days this week so i will have a day off and i will get some funk in but i actually need that day off so that i can um get to work on Phoenix and i have made another milestone as a um more so than a couple i actually do see it as a partnership i've seen it that way since i was a teenager in my mid-teens i see um being a couple as a partnership because as i understand it, you do live together um, I've only knew a world where um, both adults are bringing an income into the household and um, and do that income together and purchase things together. And we have now uh, purchased a washing machine together. And um, but it, now it's not like when you think washing machine, it's not a, a it's what, maybe like half the size. Yeah, uh, yeah. maybe half. Well, it's a portable washing machine. Yeah, that's the idea behind it. The, the little wheels on the bottom aren't much. I'm going to have to get, like, one of those little uh, carts and prop it up onto. Yeah. But it's liftable. It's not too heavy to lift up. So you can lift it up, put it on some wheels that will really make it portable. It will live up to the name. <laughs> and uh, so I, I've got to spend a weekend day doing that. I need to get hoses, attachments, hooks, 
clamps. I have to get stuff and things, and I have to uh, set that up so we can start doing laundry at home. Um, yeah. I mean, what what else have we? I mean, we we got that printer. Yeah. Yeah, that's something we got together. Uh, we got this. That tablet, that's yeah. which is more of your work device, but that is something. Uh, that microphone that you're talking on. Yes. Soundboard. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and you notice I'm only picking things we got brand new. I'm not <laughs> counting the couch from Habitat for Humanity. That's something we got because the living room felt weird. And because it was like $6. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like maybe 12 I know it was I low. I, th- I honestly think it was like 10 or less. 10 I or think, less? Because I think it was on sale because it was like whatever there, you know, anything with a pink tag is 30% off or whatever. So I think it was actually like literally like $10, possibly 8 Okay. That's what I dead up don't give a shit how the cats are tearing the shit out of the corner. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Fuck that couch. Like, beat it the hell up. Go for it, cats. Rock out. Yeah, yeah. Habitat for Humanity, man. That's that's the spot. Yeah. But fucking um yeah, we've we've got some things together. Um a shop vac and yes. air compressor. Fetus like she was in the air compressor. That's her thing. Yeah. I knew it. We got cats together. We did get cats together. And then the cats made more cats together <laughs> for did us. Make more cats for us. Something biological about that. <laughs> See, and this is the direction I want to take the program. We're still lefties, but conversation radio. Conversation radio, okay. Not intended to steal that from Bob Kincaid. We'll have to start getting topics, though. Yeah, to topics. about. Or even like the news, because you see how we could jump off from the news. Yeah. Like we went from this nigga gonna stop climate change. Hold up, how much these motherfuckers get paid, <laughs> right? Like, and I I think that's dope because I think that's a uh, millennial and Gen Z and maybe some some uh, some like later stage Gen Xers. Like yeah. that's what we do because we have these devices now. We're like. Whatever my next thought is, I can actually look up information on that thought. Yeah. Or if I can't remember it too well, I can look it up and be like, oh, yeah, that's what it was. Like, we can do that, and we enjoy it. Yeah. You know, like, what, someone who's 42 years old is a Gen Xer, right? I think so. Yeah, one of the Antonios at my job is a Gen Xer. But think about it. You're 38, I'm 36. He's pretty close to our age. Yeah. And so, like, when he's pulling out his smartphone, showing me something that I should look at on Netflix, Mm -hmm. and then I showed him Wentworth. Yeah. And then I told him, I was like, the best way I could describe it is, you know, Orange is the New Black? He was like, oh, yeah, I like it. I was like, it's Orange is the New Black, but scary and violent. And he said, oh. And then he (laughs) looked, and he said, seven seasons? (laughs) My English is his second language, but he knows what the fuck seven seasons means. That means it's binge time. So I'm suspecting that he, when he has some vacation days, Wentworth is going to happen. I am behind on Wentworth. Oh, yeah. Get in there. Yeah. I I dead up. My life is in such a blur with the overtime hours. I don't remember if I watched it or not. I think you started and then you stopped because you were like, I'm not really having the time to enjoy it. Oh. I think is what happened. Yeah, because when I watch <laughs> Wentworth, I'm supposed to have, like, you know, some cheap champagne, <laughs> some fucking, you know, what, uh, gas station pizza pie. Yeah. You know, I think I used to get fucking, um, oh, man, one of those, like, Domino's or some shit like that from, like, a gas station. Yeah. It was some of the saddest shit. Like, if people could actually see me, like, when I was <laughs> off work, because this is when I still lived in Florida, uh-huh. and I had every Saturday and Sunday off. Mm-hmm. And I'd be off work, podcasts are done, Phoenix is busy, we're not on the phone, and it's like, all right, new season of BoJack Horseman. <laughs> I'm going to go get some fucking Andre <laughs> from the 7-Eleven. And I'm going to get the oh God. whole pizza. Not the Andre. No. Yes. Oh, my God. What is, why do you, why don't you love yourself? Yeah, the Andre. <laughs> and I'm going to put some Mio in it. Oh, God. Oh, why yeah. Do, why don't you love yourself? Oh, yeah. Oof. No, 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 no. And then get some Oreos for later because the pizza's going to settle in and watch like two more episodes. And it's like, all right. I can put some more stuff in my belly and go get them Oreos. Yeah, man. I used to, like, if you could just be a fly on the wall, you just be like, is this, is this what he does? 
God. And so you got to realize, like, going into 2015, it... I essentially wasn't hanging out much anymore. Right. Because the only women I knew were kids. They're like yeah. 21 and shit. And I didn't hang out with men anymore. Dead up. Uh, February 2014, last time I hung out with a dude. And we and we hung out, too. We hung out tough. Yeah, yeah like, we actually, like, made a fucking day of it. Right. Rocked out. And then, uh, and it's not like I announced it in my head after that. That was just the last time, maybe, like, a few weeks later. I'm just... <coughs> I was like, I, I can't with these fucking humans anymore. No more men. I can't. Because like, I wonder, like, this happens with white people, right? Like, I can I can point out an example. Like, uh, Tom and Cecil, podcasters mm-hmm. that don't live too far from us. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were talking about, Tom was talking about he went to a gun shop. And he sees the gun owner, the shop owner's white. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's like, alright, you know, I'm just, you know, looking for a gun to do some sports shooting. Not hunting or any shit like that he just wants to like shoot clay pigeons or whatever the fuck yeah and the store owner is like this one's real good for keeping mexicans off your lawn what the fuck yeah and i gotta wonder like for white people is that a thing (laughs) when you see another white person are you like come on just don't say any of that bullshit wasn't that the whole fucking bill burbit Oh, where he said, "Fucking yeah, fill me out. Don't don't just go. What he say? Throw the n word at me in public? Just here, hot potato, have it in my hand. <laughs> like, dude, what are you doing? And like, that is me. Like, when I meet another man, assumed cis, assumed hetero, and we have to interact. <laughs> most likely, it's going to be in the workplace. If it's not, we're not interacting." But I'm just like, come on, don't do it, don't do it. And then, like, interacted with another one of the Antonios at my job. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the women walks by, and he's like, yeah, you see, that's real nasty right there. And I was just like, God damn it, see, you got to do it. You did it, you did it. This isn't even your first language. You learned how to be a disgusting man <laughs> just to be bilingual at it. Just, just, I'm out, I'm out. That's a lot of extra podcasting. <sighs> be a disgusting uh, what Uh, you learn how to be a disgusting man in two languages and that's that's what you achieved you're like 60 this is what you did with six decades six decades that's a long fucking time Uh uh-huh it is a long time there weren't even rap albums out when he got his fucking start he's older than obama just a little younger than Trumple Stiltskin. Yeah. This is what you did with it. Well, you know. Not everybody has lofty goals, William. I don't even think I do, really. I <laughs> kind of want to have decent trapezoids and eat a pizza pie, and <laughs> and I don't want Wentworth to ever go off the air. Just fucking just keep <clears throat> killing characters and bringing on new ones. Yeah. I'll, I'll figure out the storyline, make it happen. And uh, live action I'm, Daria. Who I'm can kinda, play what I'm still kind of mad that um, she's dead, Ferguson. Oh. Like, because that was, she played the, I don't know who, I don't know the name of the actor, but she played the fuck out of that character. Yeah. I've looked her up a few times, yeah. But I, I just keep forgetting because the capitalism won't let me <laughs> focus on things. Uh, fucking, uh, Cardi B is fucking hilarious right now folks know I'm not a fan of the raps, but how the fuck did she become Comrade B? What the, why is she running around with Bernie like this? And like the last election, she put up a little Instagram video about go vote for Daddy Bernie and shit. Oh, that was in 2016? Yeah. I didn't know about that. Maybe I didn't forget. Maybe. I wonder if it's just like some weird New York solidarity or something. She can see why everybody Vermont, Vermont, you hear this Brooklyn ass talking. If he doesn't sound like a New York Jew, <laughs> he sounds Jewish in New York, and I don't care what anybody says. As opposed to Trump, who does not sound like a New Yorker. Uh, then again, isn't Cardi B a millennial? Yes. And don't the kids like? I don't even Bernie? know. If... Wait, what's the cutoff for millennials? Nah, she's not that young. She's not a Z. When I don't even know when Z started. Z, what like what's like ninety five, ninety six? Teenagers right now. Who? Z. 
I think they're they're under twenty. Okay. So yeah, yeah millennial. Yeah, the kid. Yeah, the kids. You know what? Disease like because I mean, who's the little niggas that run around with Mike Gravel on his Twitter? Yeah. And them niggas like seventeen and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, so, I mean, but then also think about that too, though. So what? Young millennials and Gen Z. So basically, they've never seen anything other than. Um, their parents struggling post-recession and their older siblings not being able to afford to move out of the house. Yeah. Like, that's literally all they've ever seen. So it's like, yeah, they're kind of like, fuck this capitalism thing. Yeah, you literally, like, folks, older heads, let the word, let socialism as a bad word go. Yeah. Let it go, man. It's not gonna fucking work. That shit, that shit died, man. It did, you know. And then stop trying to scare us about Russians. There's a Russian guy at my job. He's fucking hilarious. <clears throat> All right, <laughs> like, like you're not you're not gonna make us be mad at the shit that you want us to be mad at. Fuck right. you. We don't. We actually are mad at you. Right. All right. Schmucky Chucky the Doomed Schumer. You go fuck yourself. The Doomed Schmoop. What? The Doomed Schumer. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I was giving these politicians dorky nicknames <laughs> way before Trump came in and stole my fucking bit. That's my thing. I knew I knew he was when I heard him call Marco Rubio little Marco, I was like, oh don't don't start doing that. Don't start taking my thing. That's my thing. Like when I first started podcasting, I, literally the first episode I ever recorded, I was calling Paul Raw, Paul Ryan Polly Wally Ryan boy. Cause that's my thing. Um, he didn't take your thing. He discovered it. Ah, fuck this episode. Uh fucking <laughs> Folks, we haven't got a lot of content up. I am not mad at you at all if you unsubscribe from patreon.com slash wine cellar media fund. Uh, we are going to get some shout outs out the next time we record on folks that hit up the uh, paypal.me slash Phoenix and William. Yes. Yeah, remember, um, folks, I'm just, you know what? Fuck it. I'm announcing here. I'm just going to stop signing up for seven days because it's beyond just the podcasting. I dead up neglect my spouse and household by doing that shit. It's bad. So fuck the seven days. And plus, I recently got a raise. And we can still get the bonus if we only do six days on overtime. Right. So fucking, yeah, fuck the seven days. Six day work weeks. And then overtime will dry up back to five day work weeks. And we'll get the podcast out. Hope you folks stay subscribed to the Patreon. Yes. That's a significant portion of the income. <laughs> uh, right. And also, we want to do this shit. And Phoenix Leader is trying to move up. Phoenix Leader is already in the SWAP organization yes. and is trying to uh, take another step up there and mm. be a bit more of a um, baller, shot caller, 20-inch blades on the Impala. Vote for Daddy Bernie B-word tonight. This, that, and the other, and uh, don't call a woman a C-word tonight. There you go, buddy. Uh, Patreon.com slash Fund, PayPal.me slash Phoenix and William. Please, motherfucker, be as safe as possible wherever you are. Oh, the mouse is by you, so you can uh, hit the video application. Where? What? That's the one. And then stop it. Okay. And then go back to the podcast and stop it. Do you?